0: All right. Um, this semester, I'm teaching an undergraduate uh, biblical ethics class, and we've just shifted about three weeks ago into the, the practical sort of contemporary issues. Um, we laid a sort of theological foundation in the first half, and now we're getting into some more of the contemporary issues, and it's been a really rich time of, of discussion, and one of the things I keep trying to emphasize to my students is that it is the importance of being formed into human beings that can respond ethically, that can respond appropriately and faithfully in, in their um, in the ethical decisions that they encounter in the, the various difficulties that they face. That uh, a very small part of what we are called to do is to believe rightly, to think the right thing and that's important Um, but it will never carry us far enough we have to be formed into people Uh, so so the connection there between um, orthodoxy and orthopraxy orthodoxy being right thinking and orthopraxy being right living right acting right responding and those two have to be integrated Um, so i thought it would be helpful if we spend some time this morning doing a spiritual practice that will help shape and form us into the type of people that can in fact forgive because again believing all the right things, knowing, hearing all the right things about forgiveness is important but it's insufficient. It won't be enough uh, for us to actually follow through in any sort of substantive way when push comes to shove and we have been hurt or our child has been hurt or someone that we love has been hurt and we're faced with a with choice of forgiveness or any other number of responses. Uh, so the discipline that we're going to uh, utilize is Lectio Divina, and I'm sure that a lot of you are familiar with it, but um, simply a Latin phrase meaning divine reading, and it is a way of connecting with Scripture beyond simply sort of a, an intellectual uh, investigation of the text. As important as that, that process can be, this is different than, than that. And so it is a way to attend to God's work through scripture, attend to the Spirit's movement uh, through, through the text. So at the end of this, we're not looking for um, what are the right or wrong ways to think about that, though those are really important conversations. Um, but for this, it is, where is God speaking? And that is sort of our guiding uh, framework. So um, I'll be reading a text from, from Luke, from the Sermon on the Plain in Luke chapter 6. And I'm going to read it a few times. And each time I read it, um, I'll be giving you a prompt for something to just listen to, to listen for, something to, um, a certain prayer to sort of have in mind when I, when I read it. And then there'll be certain times for us to share. So let me explain it, but then I'll also remind us of each of those prompts as we go through. So don't feel like you have to remember all this at the outset. Um, I'll read it once. We'll give us some, just a minute or two for silence. I'll read the text once. And as you, you listen, uh, just notice if there's one word that just sort of reaches out and grabs you. Just a single word. There doesn't have to be a reason for it. Just notice it. And then I'll invite us, invite us to just share that word um, collectively in the group after we've, we've read it, And without any commentary, without what we think about, just naming the word. I'll read it again and we'll be listening for a phrase. Uh, it can be even just a couple words or a line from the, the text, something that just grabs you, something that, that resonates with, with you or even unsettles you. And then I'll invite us to just share that, that phrase. And then uh, the, the second two times I, I read it um, the next prompt I'll, I'll ask is um, what are you imagining as you hear this? What are you imaging? What, what pictures might come to your mind? What scene do you sort of see painted in your, in your mind or imagination when you hear this, this text? And then lastly and again I'll remind us of these prompts but I just want to lay it out. Um, lastly. I want us to go into the final reading asking this question. God, what are you inviting me to in the midst of this? What are you inviting me to? Um, So for the first two times that we go through, when it's the word or the phrase, I'd like us just to share together collectively. And then if we are up for it, I thought maybe for the second two, we'll just hold those privately, whatever we we heard or sensed, and then maybe pair up and share it in a group of, of two or three and then kind of come back together and, and share what we're hearing or noticing. So, uh, any questions about that? Dive into it. Okay. All right, let's just be um, still and quiet for a minute. And then I'll begin to read. And our first prompt is just to notice a single word. To you who hear me, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you and pray for those who mistreat you. When they slap you on one cheek, turn and give them the other. When they take your coat, let them have your shirt as well. Give to all who beg from you. When someone takes what is yours, don't demand it back. Do to others what you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good only to those who do good to you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners do as much. If you lend to those who expect to repay you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners lend to other sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. Love your enemies and do good to them. Lend without expecting repayment, and your reward will be great. You'll rightly be called children of the Most High, since God is good even to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be compassionate as your loving God is compassionate. Don't judge, and you won't be judged. Don't condemn, and you won't be condemned. Pardon, and you'll be pardoned. Give, and it will be given to you. A full measure, packed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the amount you measure out is the amount you'll be given back. Like to share um, the word that that caught you, please do so now. Hate. Hey. Hey. Yeah.
1: Here. Mm-hmm.
2: credit okay mm-hmm.
0: give Okay, we'll go back into a brief moment of silence. I'll read the text again, and this time, just listen for a phrase that grabs you. It's sort of silence. <laughs> To you who hear me, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. When they slap you on one cheek, turn and give them the other. When they take your coat, let them have your shirt as well. Give to all who beg from you. When someone takes what is yours, Don't demand it back. Do to others what you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good only to those who do good to you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners do as much. If you lend to those who expect to repay you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners lend to other sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. Love your enemies and do good to them. Lend without expecting repayment, and your reward will be great. You'll rightly be called children of the Most High, since God is good even to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be compassionate as your loving God is compassionate. Don't judge, and you won't be judged. Don't condemn, and you won't be condemned. Pardon, and you'll be pardoned. Give, and it will be given to you. A full measure, packed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the amount you measure out is the amount you'll be given back. invite you to share the phrase if you'd like to share it.
1: Even sinners do that.
3: Hmm. Do those who hmm. <clears throat> um,
4: give, uh, give them your shirt, too.
5: The hmm. Don't judge.
6: If you love like those who love you.
0: to read the text again, and this time I'll invite you to um, allow the spirit to work in your imagination. And so just notice any images that come to mind, if it's a particular image, or if the, the words that I read from the text, if they create a certain scene in your mind, certain, certain um, view or way of picturing things. And just kind of notice, notice what images surface, surface for you. To you who hear me, I say, love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, and pray for those who mistreat you. When they slap you on one cheek, turn and give them the other. When they take your coat, let them have your shirt as well. Give to all who beg from you. When someone takes what is yours, don't demand it back. Do to others what you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good only to those who do good to you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners do as much. If you lend to those who you expect to repay you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners lend to other sinners, expecting to be repaid in full. Love your enemies and do good to them lend without expecting repayment and your reward will be great you'll rightly be called children of the most high since god is good even to the ungrateful and the wicked be compassionate as your loving god is compassionate don't judge and you won't be judged don't condemn and you won't be condemned pardon and you'll be pardoned give and it will be given to you a full measure packed down, shaken together, and running over will be poured into your lap. For the amount you measure out is the amount you'll be given back. if you'd like to share the the image that you all have in mind and and with this if you'd like to give commentary on it or explain what what you're thinking or feeling with it feel free to do so i
2: thought of several but the one doctor in the men's and women's prisons and um, how much she loved her patients and how she only had uh, one really bad experience and though she treated hundreds men took her to court but
0: she did what I wouldn't have been able
4: to do for hmm. Thanks for sharing. <clears throat> Picture the... Uh- Like a, a little league baseball field, um, and a and a bunch of kids in like oversized uniforms, um, very generic. Um, but like, but a coach almost talking to a group of underdog kids about playing the sport and the <coughs> teaching teaching more than uh, than like. The sport itself, like the, the basics of the sport, but like the the depth of the sport. Um, pictured like sacrifice, and like you don't know, baseball, like a sacrifice bunt or something. Um, like you you tr- you're trying to get out so that somebody else can succeed, and it and that idea of like it may not be repaid to you. Somebody else may not you may not score because of somebody else. But I just pictured like a coach this to an impressionable group. Um, saying like, the game looks like this, but like this, but for real this is the, the depth of, of what what you're playing of, of life.
3: Yeah. I'd like to res- follow up on that and respond to uh, sometimes a baseball team will score a run on three First batter will give a single, second batter will advance the runner to second or third, and the, th- fir- the third batter will not die in. The first runner gets credit for a run scored, the third runner gets credit for a run driven in, the second runner gets credit only in the mind of the, his teammates and the manager for having contributed. Mm-hmm. He's not a stat, but he's contributed. So, Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <coughs> my image is, is in direct opposition to Jesus standing and delivering this on one occasion uh, I, have, I have the image of uh, many different contexts in which ideas of this could come up and maybe Jesus says one of these phrases when the context is appropriate you know if a if a guy is rebelling against giving his clothing you know some, so somebody asked me to give him his coat and I didn't do it <coughs> he says that's not the way it should be Uh, There's so many different points in this sermon that I see it as a kind of a lifetime of learning and following over months or years of public ministry. If If that doesn't make sense, I pity you.
6: No. <laughs> 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 no, no, no. <laughs> uh, I imagine like Like a little kid coming home from school And telling his mom like uh, I've been bullied mm. Or like I've been picked on By like I don't know like an older kid Like maybe the kid's in like third grade or something He's been picked on like a little fifth grader, And then like the mom just looking at him And just saying like well, maybe you should invite him over for dinner. Mm. Maybe you should have him come over and we should have a play date together. Like, and then that leaves the little kid, like, so lost, like, why should I do that? Mm. He's mean to me. And it's often that's what we do. We're like, why should I do that when they did this to me? Why should
7: I do this when they did that? So that's what I picture. Mm. Thanks. It's
4: really simple mm. that I picture myself um,
0: praying
7: for my children because mm. they just <laughs> but in all seriousness, just um, thinking, you know, why do I so often get offended or retaliate or, and it is, you know, if they are the people that you most think should just appreciate you. Sure. But they mistreat me a lot. Um, and so, yeah, I, I just imagine myself rather than being offended
5: He you said um, give to all the beg for me, I had an image of a, of a beggar. It was a woman. I kind of saw her face really vividly. And um, that's, it seems, uh, I have struggled with begging in 2017 because what I read about the scriptures seems so clear you know it's just you give to all who beg for you but we try to contextualize it and say well in 2017 you got you know, and so we try to go through all this mechanism of, of how we decide who to give to mm-hmm. and Pope Francis had a great article lately about that very issue and He basically said the same thing. You just give give to him. Stop worrying about it so much and stop running it through your filter system. Just do what you just said.
1: I'm in the food industry. And the only time you really use words like measure is when you're baking. And if you're baking, you better be precise. The whole thing is just not going to turn out. One of the things that <coughs> I've learned lately is, is I do better when I don't think about what I'm doing as far as how I'm treating people. I, I, if I don't get lost in my head, so to speak, or you know, processing all these filter things. And it's, I find it interesting that God says, Nah, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to get all of this stuff and throw it in here and throw it in here. So it's pressed down packed in to the point of overflowing, which goes against everything that you do as a cook. (laughs) But but I like that part that it's like you just don't even think about the blessings that are coming. You you know, and I I do better when I'm not self-aware that way. I'm not thinking, oh, I'm being merciful to this person and you know, God's going to take care of me because I'm a good person. It's like, you know, if you just don't Think about that kind of stuff. You do a whole lot better than it's like. So God may owe me, so to speak, and that's when things really start to fall apart for me. Is that if you do good, you get good. If you do bad, you get bad. Mm-hmm. Oh, I really appreciate that. Mm-hmm. And then God shows up and he
6: just <laughs> was the recipe. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's when it's the best, though. When you don't. Expect it, and then you get this unexpected blessing because of it. And you're like, I didn't even expect that. So it's just like it's so such a good feeling.
1: And I'm trying not to even try and figure out if the two are connected. For me, because yeah, really, then once that happens, I start expecting everything out of God. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I, 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 I may be okay, but I better not think that way,
2: and I'll get smug. <laughs> is it easier with strangers than with family members? Mm-hmm. Why is
5: that?
2: <laughs> Get once, done.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's it's difficult for me to participate in this exercise as I'm reading. But for this one with the image, um, I thought I was able to participate, participate a bit in uh, the, the image of uh, if someone is taking your your coat, give them your shirt too. And it, it seems, and particularly in the the um, sort of parallel text in Matthew, it seems that it's almost um, playful in this, like just strip naked, just give them everything. Um, and that the image of just a naked human being uh, resonates with with me in this, because of all the things that we would put on put on ourselves, literally and metaphorically, um, to hide or to feel safe. Uh, we would have to reject those things in order to live this sort of way. You would have to live in sort of this freedom, this sort of just naked quality of there's nothing that I'm seeking to, tr- to like have to hold on to right now. My hands are open instead of keeping it, keeping it in here. I'm here, you know, here I am, whatever I have, it's, it's yours. And, and that's a very, it, it struck me because that's very different than the way um, I'm wired to live. Okay, I'll read it one more time, Um, and before I'll do, I'll just uh, say this as a prayer for each of us, invite you to pray the same, Uh, God, what are you inviting me into? What invitation are you extending to me in this? Then I'll read the text, I'll name that prayer again, and then just give us a minute uh, privately to sort of just reflect on that, and then we can come back together and, and share. God, what are you inviting me into? To you who hear me, I say, love your enemies. Do good to those who hate you. Bless those who curse you. And pray for those who mistreat you. When they slap you on one cheek, turn and give them the other. When they take your coat, let them have your shirt as well. Give to all who beg from you. When someone takes what is yours, don't demand it back. Do to others what you would have them do to you. If you love those who love you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners love those who love them. If you do good only to those who do good to you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners do as much. If you lend to those who you expect to repay you, what credit does that do you? Even sinners lend to other sinners expecting to be repaid in full. Love your enemies and do good to them. Lend without expecting repayment, and your reward will be great. You'll rightly be called children of the Most High, since God is good even to the ungrateful and the wicked. Be compassionate, as your loving God is compassionate. Don't judge, and you won't be judged. Don't condemn, and you won't be condemned. Pardon, and you will be pardoned. Give, and it will be given to you. A full measure, packed down, shaken together, and running over, will be poured into your lap. For the amount you measure out is the amount you'll be given back. God, what are you inviting us into? Um, once again, I'll extend the invitation for anyone to share if they want to. and this one may may be a little bit more private so you may not want to share, and that's totally fine. but if uh, if you want to share, please do so. what whatever you you sense, God might be inviting you to through this text and in this season.
2: On the income tax, and I said, Well, what I can do is I can list. I'll, I'll list what we've given. Uh, I can list, um, you know, I can make lists for you. I've collected stuff and I can make lists. But in doing that, I had to look at all the bank statements, checks, and um, AAA credit. credit card list and on the one hand I was feeling pretty good when I see those things listed off that we'd given and then I was appalled that <laughs> at what the other expenses were and uh, how many times we had eaten out uh, uh, startled me. I knew we ate out a lot, but I didn't know we ate out that much. And I was reluctant to to add all that up because I don't want to cook anymore. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it 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 startled me. I thought, my land, that's a bigger amount of money than I I really thought. And I won't say what some of the other things were that startled me, but. <laughs> um, there were there were just about five or six major groups. You know, we don't shop much for stuff. But we buy an enormous amount of books. <laughs> we used to joke that it was the book du jour <laughs> rather than use the library. <laughs> but that 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 kind of stuff. I, I just was startled. <laughs> I was startled at the five or six main places that our money goes, Mm -hmm. and uh, it was a shock to me. When I hear all that, uh, I think about that. Mm -hmm. My friend Ruth Rucker was sitting in her wheelchair, and her husband said, I've told this story. Uh, said, um, how do you know when you've given enough? All these things, envelopes, come in the mail. And she, we didn't think she'd even been paying any attention. And she looked up and said, well, there's nothing left. then mm. you know.
4: Did <clears throat> you read it the last time? <coughs> I... I kept hearing, it felt like it was someone talking to me, it felt like it was God talking to me, and like talking about these specific people, the, the, the beggar, the, the person who is, who's mean to you, like these people in my life are people that I immediately sort of have a little bit of a cringe to or have a, a little bit of a, a predisposed negative reaction to. Um, and then the end of, of that, the last phrase that kept coming in my head was, be compassionate for your loving God is compassionate I, and like that was that was the instruction that I heard. Like, that's what you need to do for these people that, that like instead of your predisposed uh, condition to, to be angry or, or have something ag- against them, s- start with be compassionate
5: I mm-hmm. <laughs> my thought exactly okay to live more I
7: think I felt invited to just examine my motives, my heart, because we have somebody in our life right now who we've given a lot to, and it's not been a productive, in the end has not been a productive thing for him, but at you know, a, a significant sacrifice for us. Um, and I'm, I'm not convinced that the right thing to do is to give him more. Yeah. Um, but I do need to, I do feel invited to examine my heart as to is that out of concern for him? Is that out of concern for me? Is that... Yeah, I I, I need to make sure that that my feelings are not out of frustration, but are coming from the right place. Mm
1: -hmm. Mm
7: -hmm. For me, it was um,
6: that you get an abundance of what you give out, (coughs) and it's, uh, it's like not so much as, okay, well, I give all this time, I give all of this money, I give all of this God, I want that back. It's just that I want peace. Mm-hmm. Like I give, you tell me to give, and you tell me to give my time and my money and all of this, and you tell me to serve and to help, and it's like, why haven't I gotten that peace yet? And it's like, because you really haven't given to the people that you need to give it to the people who hurt you specifically not so much as you feel Right, i feel they deserve my help so i'm going to go mm-hmm. help them god is specifically telling me no this specific person you think about every day that ruins your life you mm-hmm. need to help them mm-hmm.
2: yeah
3: Um, for all How many what were you
0: thinking about? <laughs>
3: you were directing this, but were you thinking about? I was. About,
5: were
0: you let go? Yes. Um, yes, I was. I was thinking, I, to just go back to the image of, of the person just sort of being stripped naked and sort <laughs> of without shame and what all that means, um, yeah, what are thinking about what are the reasons that when something is taken from me or demanded of me or when I'm hurt, uh, that instead of continuing to extend grace, forgiveness, compassion, or whatever it is that I, I want to pull back in and feel safe again and feel covered again and uh, and and just reflecting on why why is that the invitation to me it seems is how can I... <clears throat> God's invitation to me is to be able to see things rightly as they really are. To see through the lens of the kingdom rather than any other lens. Um, and just how essential that is to be able to do any of the things that we've been talking about in this class, such as being forgiving people. So. So, for all the ways that we are being invited by God to uh, to be forgiving, to be gracious, to be giving and compassionate, um, I trust that God's at work in the midst in the midst of each of us. So, thanks for for sharing that together this morning, and peace to each of you.